discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same, we are constant. God is constant, God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. So this morning, I'm sharing concerning among the mighty men, helpers of the war. Wow. I don't know if you, you heard my title. Among the mighty men, comma, helpers of the war. Helpers of the war. And uh, I want to share something very important with you. I stayed so that I can talk to you. I'm supposed to be in Kumasi now, but then God told me to stay so I can share this with you. So this is very important. If you've had, you've had, we've shared a lot of things with you, but this message I'm going to share with you is what you need for the next level of what God wants you and I to accomplish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, contrary to the, 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 the thought of most people, or most, even most Christians, that God does not have a, an agenda or have, an, have a purpose, okay? God does have an agenda. He has a purpose. God doesn't just save us for saving sake. God doesn't just get us born again for getting us born again sick. Praise the Lord. If you are born again, you are born again for a reason. God has a plan. God has something in his mind. God is not clueless. I mean, if, even if you have plans, how much more the God who made you? Ask your neighbor, do you have plans? And what did your neighbor say? Do you have plans? Plans. Yeah. Like, hey, you have plans. Plenty plans. Wow. If you have plans as a, as a human being, how much more the God of the heavens and the earth? Do you think he has plans? God has plans, I tell you. God has very wild plans. So contrary to what people believe, that, oh, we are just here. We are just moving. Some people, be, some people even believe in the concept of annihilation. That when you, when you die... You are annihilated. You you go into the sky as smoke and you join the clouds. Or you join the air. Or you become an insect. You come back as a as a termite. Or as a butterfly. Or as a cow. As a molecule. <laughs> Brother, sister, tell you, there's nothing like that though. There's nothing like that. Who who creates something for no reason? Everybody here has a phone. Yes, Is there a reason for the phone? Yes, There's a reason for the phone. And even when your phone gets spoiled, there are things inside the phone that are reused. So many things in the phone, they, they recall them and then they remake them for them to be new. The parts, the things, there are some things inside the phone that are needed. The metals and those things, they are needed. So when you feel that your phone is nothing, it's finished, it's gone. The makers know what to do with it. To change it and bring it back to you, you give it to them for free. 
they know what to do to remake it to bring it back to you at $9,900. Or some, oh, is what I'm saying true? Uh-huh. So contrary to what you think, God also has plans. And he doesn't, we are not just existing for existence sake. Okay? We are not just existing for existence sake. God is so purposeful. God is so um, goal-oriented. He knows exactly what he wants. And he will accomplish what he wants. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For instance, we are not just in church for being in church sake. Maybe uh, there's a lady here that you like, so you have, you have come. You are, maybe there's a guy here that you like, so you have come. You are invited, so you have come. Yes, you have come, but then there's something, there's a purpose for your life. There's a purpose for your existence. It's not just, you know, being around, eating, drinking, laughing, jumping, going to work, coming back, marrying, giving birth, sleeping, your children growing, and then you also grow by 75, 80, you die, and then your children also continue. What's if that is how it is, then there's a very big problem. What do you think? There's absolutely, no, even the, the goat is of more importance than you, if that is the case, because at least the goat knows that it's existing for us to eat and be happy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so the goat tries to become as nice as possible. That's why the male goat to make sure they are eh, up and up and smelling fine so that when they enter your soup, it can become very nice. No, so our life is way more than what we have thought. It's way more, way bigger. Hallelujah. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, from verse 3 to verse 7, you see that God has a plan. Okay, there are many scriptures. I'm going to mention them one by one. Just take your time. Tonight, today we are not closing early. Okay, I, I want to finish what I want. I have to say to you at this time. You know, I'm coming back to a car. You see, I'm coming back to a car to come and pastor. To come and pastor this church. And oh, powerful! Hallelujah. But my coming is not just for us to come and be happy and just move around. There's a purpose for my coming. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And you have a place in that particular purpose. That's why I'm trying to explain things to you. So this is a very serious board meeting that we are having right now. In preparation towards what we are, what I am coming to come and do with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You can't sit on the fence and just observe. If you sit on the fence and just observe, you lose out on so many things. So I'm, I'm here to call you out, to call everybody out, to join in what God is doing, for us to become, make this place something very great and make the church go very far. Do you, do you like what I'm saying? Yeah, so these, these things that I'm coming to say to you are things that we say to leaders. If you want to know why some of our leaders are very hot, very wound, they are always pushing and getting things done, it's because of some of the things I'm going to say to you. Sometimes these things are not said to church members, but every human being in the body of Christ must know what I'm coming to tell you. And I will not um, um, forget to remind you of these things as a church member. So if you're a leader, close your mind. You know what I'm trying to talk about. I'm talking to church members. You understand? Uh-huh. <laughs> you remember? Let's read the, the King James, please. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved. This is the will of God, 
or the purpose of God or the vision of God. God has a vision. Do you have a vision? Ask your neighbor, do you have a vision? Yeah, you have a vision of becoming something. In it, you have a vision of getting married. You want to get married in the next few months. Yeah, it's a vision, and you work towards it. Do you see? Huh? When you get married, you have a vision of having children. When the children come, you have a vision of having them become something. Yeah. So when your your child becomes first in class one, you become happy because it's like the vision is being accomplished gradually. But class one and GSS three, they are not the same. Class 1 and B, you see, they are not the same. But at least having a, 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 an evidence of a small show of your vision be, makes you very happy. So God also has a vision. He says God will have all men, not some men, no, every human being on earth. Every human being on earth. There was this uh, um, short video of how many people, how Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, and all those things have grown over the years. Do you see? I don't know if you've seen it. It's been around for some time. I have it on my phone. Maybe I can play it for you. If you check, you see that the, in the whole, there are about 2.9 million billion Christians. And there are about 1.9 uh, million, almost 2 million, sorry, billion Muslims. And then there are Buddhists and all of that and all of that. If you check, you realize that Christians are not up to half of the world's population. The world's population is seven point something billion now. And Christians are about two point something billion. Do you see? So about five billion are not in the vision of God. And it's mostly because those of us who are part of the two point something billion, we have crossed our leg. We are, we are going to heaven. So we are enjoying our journey to heaven. We don't seem to be concerned about those who are not born again. If you think that what Jesus came to do is very important, then you should be involved in this plan of making sure the whole world is evangelized. What do you think about what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be selfish. You have to share what you have with other people. Do you see? Yes, dear, we'll, we'll talk about some of those things. Well, he says, God will have all men to be saved and also to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So he wants them to be saved, but he also, also, also wants them to come to the full knowledge of the truth. The full knowledge of the truth. In other words, he wants you to so learn the word and so be matured in the word that you begin to look like a son outwardly. Inwardly, we look like a son. Immediately, become born again. Your, your spirit is recreated to become the spirit of Christ, just like the spirit of Christ. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So inwardly you are like Christ, but outwardly you are not like Christ. So he wants the word of God to so change your mind. That is what spiritual growth is all about. That is why we come to church. The more we come to church, the more we hear. And the more we hear, the more our minds are changed. If you're a Christian and your mindset is not changing, you have not been affected yet. Spirituality is not just shouting, hey, and then you fall. And then after you fall in and you stand up, there is no change. That's not, that's not what Christianity is all about. Do you see? That's not what it's about at all. Christianity is about changing your mind, the way you think. Changing your, your heart. Changing the way, your purpose in life. The purpose of uh, Pentecost, of the Holy Ghost coming in the New Testament, was not for them to just lie down and shout, and that was, that's all. No, the Holy Ghost came to empower them, embolden them, to become witnesses of the fact that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Witnesses of that fact and producing evidence of that fact. Not just to speak in tongues. So speaking in tongues is powerful, but that is not the reason why the Holy Ghost came. The Holy Ghost is not come to just come and give you tongues. 
for you to just speak in tongues. Kula braskistena mano, shala, ah, lola ba 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 balagasha. They feel good. It's powerful. That is there. We speak in tongues a lot, but after you speaking in tongues, what has happened to your mind? What do you think about someone who is not born again in your area? What do you think about that guy who is not correct in your area? What is your thought concerning your brother who is not born again? What is your thought concerning someone who is in Afghanistan and is not born again? What, what goes into your heart, on in your heart when you see CNN showing things happening? People are dying in Lebanon, people are dying here, people are dying. What goes on in your heart? Do you sit on consent? Is a show of whether the gospel has had an effect on you or not? So God will have us to be saved, have all men to be saved, and also to come to the full knowledge of the truth. The full knowledge of the truth. That is why he puts, he gives us pastors, prophets, and all of those. That's why we have church. The church setting is there for the purpose of our being raised to be able to engage ourselves in what God wants us to engage ourselves in. Because God has an agenda. And because God has an agenda, when he sees you on that day, whenever you leave this earth, and I don't know when you're going, we all, want, we all believe and hope that we'll go beyond 70 and 80 and 90. But... Uh, you see, <laughs> you should be ready at all times because you don't know when your expiry date will come. Uh-huh. You don't know how your death will be like if it's by an accident or by decapitation or something. Yeah, nobody knows when they are going to die. Like the last time I was, I was telling you about this guy who was riding a motorbike. We went, I went to preach somewhere. After we preached, I just we were just standing outside talking. And as we were talking, this motorbiker came to pass by us with full speed. The speed was so much that we all tend to look at him. There were two of us, three of us. Myself, Pastor Ajay, Pastor Mark. So we turned. When we turned and we came back like this, we just heard a loud bang. Boom! The guy was dead. A trailer had reversed. He, had, he, had, he was trying to go beyond, like go around the trailer. And the trailer also did not, he didn't have that. Motorbiker did not have lights. And the trailer did not see him. So it's a normal area like this. So a trailer is just reversing. He has come to offload something and is reversing into the road. As he was reversing into the road, the guy's motorbike just went into the, the, the trailer. And he was stuck. The motorbike was off. Lying somewhere. And he was stuck in the trailer. His head was burst. Blood was coming out. He was just there and shaking like this. He shook for about 10 seconds. And then that was the end of his life. Okay. Yeah. Young guy. He shouldn't be more than 24. I don't know if he, he had, if he had planned that he would die that day. He didn't know that he would die by such a means. He had plans. I tell you, he's going to meet his maker. Right then, then, either angels or demons were carrying him away. Right then, then, as we were standing and talking, demons or angels were carrying him somewhere. So you can't just be around and think that, oh, I have life. When I'm 50, then I can do some things. You are lying. Tell anybody you are lying. What you need to do, you need to do now. What needs to be done, needs to be done now. Not when you are 75. Do you understand what I'm saying? So God gives us pastors. So in Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11. He says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the purpose of perfecting the saints. Let's read the, the message version. I think the message will help. I don't know if you like what I'm telling you now. He says, he filled the earth with his gifts. He handed out gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. To train Christians. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christonian? 
You are a Christian? Okay. To train. The purpose of pastors, evangelists, apostles, and all those things is to train Christians in skilled servant work. Working within Christ's body, which is the church. Are you getting what I'm saying? What does the church stand for? The church is the means of God fulfilling his agenda of saving many souls and raising them in the Lord. That's the church. And you are part of the church. Now that you are part of the church, it's like uh, having, not, not being interested in what God is interested in, it's like being part of a certain body. Your, your fingers deciding that today they won't come to church. So they want to stay home. Only your fingers. All the rest of your body wants to come to church, but all your fingers say they won't come. So they just pluck themselves out and stay at home. Is that possible? Can you even think about it? It's not possible. So it, it, being in the body of Christ and deciding to be non-functional, deciding to just be there, deciding to just hang around. Do you see? Just hang around and just be around. It's a sign that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Something clearly is wrong with you. You are not interested in what God is interested in. You are only interested in some things. You want to buy a car. If you've noticed, by now, if you've noticed, you should know that as you go on in life, naturally, some things just flow in your life. You see, it's because we are in Africa. If we were in America, you would never think about a car. At all. It will not be part of your prayers. When you turn 18, you get a car. My wife's cousin, uh, who was, was born and raised in America, just turned 18 in May. And his birthday present is car. That is it. I mean, 18 car. 18 university car. Like, you, go, you are going to college, you have a car. Do you understand? It's not something that is thought about. But in Africa, it's like, you have to, some prayer topic. Ah, Lord. Lord, you know your servant. I'm struggling, Lord. Ah. Man shall not walk all his life. Man must drive. You realize that you are praying here and it's not working, so you climb a mountain. Ah, Lord, your servant must not walk all of his life. Do something, Lord, before you die. I'm driving now, Lord. You see, because of our environment, we have been forced to pray certain prayers. It's not a small thing, oh. May the Lord have mercy. There are things that I'm not prayed about. Yeah, in America, you don't pray about a house. Just get a get house. Yeah, but here, I tell you, Lord, supply, Lord. Cement, sand, iron rust, Lord. Hey, ra da 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 da. Trust us, Lord. <laughs> mercy. So we live, we pray a lot in Africa, but we accomplish very little. Because the prayer is, it has nothing to do with what God wants. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added to you. We have it the reverse. Seek ye first all these other things. And the Lord will follow you. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that's, that's what is happening. So he gave pastors, apostles, and all those things for the purpose of perfecting the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, or for the build-up of the body of Christ, for the body of Christ to increase. How does the body of Christ increase? By adding, by saving many. Saving many and bringing them in. And helping them stay by teaching them to come to the full knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you go to the next verse, 
Ephesians 4 verse 13. It says, through your coming the unity of the faith, or in the oneness of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God. The word knowledge there is epignosis. That is full knowledge, full understanding of the Son of God. Do you see? Uh-huh. And knowing where the Noah and the known are united. Now you move with Christ. You flow with Christ in a certain way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Unto the measure, it says, uh, and unto a perfect man, that is a full, matured, grown man in the Lord, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14. So that we hence be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Every child of God who moves by every single thing he hears in town is not growing as he or she is supposed to. When you hear this man of God is coming, you are there. When you hear this other one is coming, you are there. When you hear this one coming, you are there. It's, you are, there's something wrong with your brain. Oh, but that is Christianity. That is not Christianity. In Israel, there are 12 tribes. What the tribe of Benjamin does is different from what the tribe of Judah does. Do you understand? What the tribe of Judah is involved in is different from what the tribe of Levi is involved in. The tribe of Levi are priests. A priest can never become a king. The kingship was for Judah. Benjamin, the, the tribe of Benjamin are to hell stones. Theirs is to hell stones. That is their job. So they, when you wake up in the morning, you just start learning how to hell stones. Because Saul left his tribe, left what his tribe is specialized in, and left it for, that was what was needed. Goliath was destined to die by a, hell, a stone held by an Israelite. Wow. But even though, so Saul was a Benjamite. But because he didn't take it seriously, David, who was not a Benjamite, but was from the tribe of Judah, came to come and do that and kill, and kill Goliath for him to become king. You understand? Uh, so Christians who don't understand these things will just want to flow by every tribe. Today you are in Judah. Tomorrow you are in the tribe of Issachar. The next one you are in the tribe of uh, uh, Levi. There's something wrong. Every church has its own purpose. There's a, there's a reason why every church exists. So we have so many churches in, in the country, but everyone has his own purpose. Some don't know their purpose. Others do know their purpose. When you find where God wants you to stay, stay there. So that you can become something that God, whatever God wants you to become. Yeah, we can plan with you. You, you. you see, you can be in a church. We don't know whether you're here or you're not here. There's something, there's absolutely something wrong. I tell you. He says he wants you to grow so that you are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. By the slate of men. And cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. You can go on and on. It's amazing. God has plans. He has purposes. Do you see? Pastor Kem, I found Pastor Kem in 2010. It's been 10 years. He's been with me for 10 years. This September is exactly 10 years since we met. Same time around which I saw you. Yeah. You see. Were you a pastor when I met you? No. Now she's a pastor. No. You see. Huh. So, now, if she was... In various places, today she's in Love Economy Church. Tomorrow she's in Google Gob International. The next night, the next time she's in uh, Christ Management Church. <laughs> Do you think she would have been where, where she is? You need to. You, you can't grow if you are not planted. A tree that is constantly transplanted has a problem. Yeah. Will never grow. She, the tree will start boasting that. Oh me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stagnant. Oh. me, I'm moving. Today I'm here. Tomorrow I'm there. Today I'm in clay soil. Tomorrow I'm in loamy soil. The next time I'm in sandy soil. 
I'm enjoying to the next time I'm on stones. I'm enjoying you. You are just in a certain lonely soil somewhere. You will not enjoy anything. Me, I'm moving. I'm moving. It's a movement. He'll be happy at the start, but then with time, this other one will tower above him and will be looking at him like this. Hello. How are you? You are moving in lonely soil and sunny soil. Look at your life. Yeah. And it will not just tower above him, it will bear fruits. That will have men coming to come and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. They have become something in the house of God because they stayed. And they allowed themselves to learn what God wanted them to learn. And they have become something. You see, the next 10 years is, is a stake. The next 5 years is a stake. It depends on you. Would you engage yourself in the things of God? You have to engage yourself. You have to. You must to. You must be part of what this, this, this thing can sit about 3,000 people. How are we going to get it filled? We are not filling it once. We are filling it twice and thrice. How is that going to happen? It's going to happen if all of us sitting here with our beautiful faces. Okay? Decide to be part of what is going on and not just be uh, observers. Observers are always worried. Yeah, observers are always critical. Always, they are just watching. Why didn't you do it like this? Come and come and do some. You will see whether you can do it like that. If your hands is to the plow, you will not ask questions. Yeah, you will not talk much. All those who are critical are those who don't, they are not, they are not doing anything. They are just there. They are just on the fence and they're making comments. Ah, but I, I thought you could have done it like this. Oh, but you could have done it like this. You could have, no, come, let's do it. When we are doing it, <laughs> you will see that. You will see that it is inside the thing. Hallelujah. So God has a vision. Tell me about God has a vision. God has a plan. God wants all of us to change to become the image of his son. Every human being on earth. And it starts by being born again and continues with you learning in the Lord. Being raised, being trained. You should know what, I mean, how come you go to school or you go to work, you are given orientation. If you're employed in a company, why are you giving orientation for what you're doing? You, you are given orientation and there's periodic training to help you to be able to understand the work some more and be able to produce more results. If you want to go higher, further training is given for you to go. How come it should, why should it be different in the house of God? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense why it should be different. That is why we organize conferences for upgrading, to upgrade your knowledge. We organize camps to help you to be upgraded every year and every year we do it. There's something happening every year in the church. Maybe some other day, wherever you're coming from, they didn't do those things. We, we, do, we are not the tribe of something. We are the tribe of another thing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So there's a way things are done here. And you must, fo- if you follow, you'll become what you're supposed to become. If you keep swerving, you'll be surprised that someone from somewhere will come and become your pastor and will be telling you what you're supposed to do. Today, there are people, you see, we are coming to, we are going to 3,000. They are not here. It's not everybody who is here. We are just about maybe 150 or 200 here. Isn't it? Yeah, we are very few here. Yet we say we are, we are having about 6,000. We want about 6,000 people to be in this place. 5,000, 6,000 people to be in this place yeah. in the next five years. Do you see? Yeah. Now, the 5,000, no? It's just 200 who are here. How many more are coming? 4,800. So 4,800 people are not here yet here. Okay. They are all coming. Do you understand? I'm telling you now that start, like, become something now. 
Now, before those people come, or when they come, they will now tell you that. Uh-huh. Hey, I, I went, when was the last time you came to church? You weren't in church the last time. Meanwhile, you were here when I was talking like this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There will become something here. They will, they will become something. They will be recognized and acknowledged in a certain way. When you were here, when the, th- the only thing you have is that you have is that I was here when the ch- when the thing started. I was here when the thing started. I was here when the thing started. I was. Here. If you were here when the thing started, what is where is your place? Where is your place? Go to Romans, Romans chapter eight, from verse twenty-eight, and we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. So God has a purpose. Can you imagine? You didn't see him. God, God is not clueless. God is not purposeless. He's not purposeless at all. Which farmer is purposeless? A farmer has purpose. He knows that when he plants that thing and he watches it and consistently goes there and that will, he will get a certain fruit after some time. So that, and he makes plans with it. God should be able to plan with you. That because I have you, I can add more. Because you can become something and teach somebody. You can orient somebody who comes to the system fresh. You can help upgrade somebody who comes to the system. You can teach him what it means to be born again. You can teach him what it means for things to happen in his life. You can teach him how to pray. You can teach him how to read the Bible. You can teach him. Everyone here can teach somebody how to become... If if we don't climb up into those things there, what God wants to do will not be done. Mm. At the time he wants it done. And you ask us questions. God is a shrewd man. He asks questions. You will not, God is not afraid of anybody. You know when you're afraid of somebody, you can't really say what you want to say. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Just imagine if somebody, who you, your boss has done something that you don't like. Mm. Can you go and say, boss, you see, I don't, these are the things I don't like. What do you mean? What you, there's some things I don't take. What do you mean? How come you've made me come and stand here for 45 minutes and I've not showed up? Yesterday, I was, I was going to bless a wedding on top of the mountains at Mampo. And uh, uh, one of our marriage committee people was supposed to meet me at a point. So we go together. Pastor Karen was supposed to go together because uh, she has a registry and she would do some things for the couple. I told her I'll be there at 10 a.m. She should meet me there at 10 a.m. She said, yes, pastor, I'll be there at 10 a.m. She got there at 9.58. I showed up at 10.45. Yeah. I showed up at 10.45. And I called, I said, I'm so sorry. So, pastor, why are you apologizing to me? You shouldn't apologize to me. No, pastor, I'm here. I called and told her. When I saw, when I saw her too, when I met her, I told her, I'm so sorry I made you, I made you stand here for a long time. She said, oh, pastor, it's the work of the Lord. We're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> Do you think if she was in my place and another person, the other, like maybe she's the boss and she has been there, or let's even continue with that same scenario, same story. What if I had gone to be there and stayed there for 45 minutes waiting for her? Do you think there'll be peace in the car? There will not be peace. At least there will be war for about 15 minutes of, of 15 minutes drive. No, but how, how, how were you able to come later? I don't understand. What is going on? What were you doing? What were you doing in the house? What was happening? You have to be serious. What do you mean? You can't keep me waiting here. Meanwhile, I may not have anything doing at the other side too. But I mean, the fact that you are late. You see, God is the boss. We are the 
servants. So he's not afraid to ask you some questions. He's not afraid to ask you questions. How come in 2020, I was expecting to do this and this. I was expecting to have planned up to become a leader by now. Because the church was going to become 5,000 and I needed leaders to become. You were part of the core. Where were you? What happened? You decided to... Uh, the thing is too much. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to this other church. There's no pressure in that other church. Because pressure is coming. I tell you, I'm coming with pressure. Love it. Nice pressure. We'll give pressure and then we'll eat banku together. And then we'll give pressure and we'll eat banku like that. And we are going to be small, small. I tell you. Wow. Ask anybody, do you like pressure? Yeah, we have to change. There should be some changes in our lives. Wow. You see, so if, if you are going to be behaving in a certain way, it will be very difficult. It will be very, very difficult. And amazingly, every one of us sitting here, everybody, you see, we are not numbers to God, though. Even your hair is coded by God. God has numbers code for a number code for everyone's hair. Eh? Everybody's hair, including Asari's, Asari's hair. Yes, and the beard and everything, I tell you. Wow! All the Kwenkwishi, do you know Kwenkwishi hair? All the, everyone, every, there's a code on it. You, when you're combing your hair, every time you comb your hair, some drops. You don't, it's not part of your thought processes. Why should I be counting my hair? Today, five drops. Hallelujah. Then tomorrow you count again. Nobody does that. But God does that. God cares about you so much that he has your hair coded and numbered. He takes it into account. So God takes you into account. And he wants you to be part of what he's doing. Don't remove your leg. Don't, Charlie. Don't remove your leg. Decide to be part of what's going on. Yeah. Decide to be part of what's going on. Decide. You see, because if you are going to be bringing people to church, you are going to be doing something. It's us. Everybody has to do something. Everybody, you see, even if we are 200 here, okay, we can get to 2,000 within the course of a year by every one of us making sure that 10 human beings from you are settled in the house of God. Just 10, everybody. A whole year. A whole year, 10, 10, 10. By the end of one year, we are 2,000. If all the two thousand will be two thousand two hundred actually. Yeah. If all the two thousand two hundred people are doing ten, ten, ten each, how much is that? That's twenty thousand. The following year It's too much. We can't handle twenty thousand, so we reduce it. Everybody should do what? Uh, five, five, five. Five is two, two five is what? That's even ten thousand. We still can't handle it. It's too much, so to reduce, isn't it? So the first year you do a lot, but the second year you realize that it has calmed down. Everybody should do two. Times two. So times two is what? 4,000 and something. Almost 5,000. We'll achieve our 5,000 in two years. And start working on everybody to become correct, correct. Correct. Over a certain period. Then we'll climb up again. Is it a good thing to... Is it a good thing to do for God? Yeah. It's a good thing to do for God. Look at all the things God is doing for you. If you are not interested, Charlie... 
interested. Yeah, I am interested. I'm fully interested. Tell neighbor, I'm fully interested. Tell neighbor, I'll not do 10. I'll do like 100, I tell you. So if you read the Bible, eh, you will see God casting a vision. God cast a vision like this about David. That I'm going to make David a king instead of Saul. And I'm giving David an eternal kingdom. His throne is going to be an everlasting throne. He put, he cast a vision. He had a dream. He had a purpose about David and about Israel. It's actually about Israel, not about David. It's actually about Israel. David was just a man that he was using. Now, that was not going to happen with David. No matter, David killed Goliath and did all kinds of things. But David is not God. You can just do something. You see, I am, I'm just a human being. I'm a child of God. I'm a supernatural human being. But even in my supernatural human beingness, okay, there's a limit to which I can do. I can go to a point. But when you decide to be part of what is happening, to take a part in it, if we are carrying this pulpit, okay, this pulpit is too small. Let's say we want to carry one of the pickups over there, Pastelli's pickup. We want to carry it like it's not working. There are no uh, tow trucks. There's nothing. The mechanic can't come. His legs are broken. There's no car to bring, bring him here. We need to carry it to the mechanic to repair the car so that something can happen. Can one human being carry it? Oh, maybe Schwarzenegger can carry it. Oh. How about Rambo? Chuck Norris there. John Wick, John Wick, how about John Wick? <laughs> Bahubali, Bahubali can certainly do it. Bahubali will do it. Hey, Bahubali could do a lot of things. Actually, what? Only in India. It's a recommendation if you have no idea. Hallelujah. So everybody must take a part for things to work. Everybody must become something for things to work. Yeah. Everybody must be involved. Everyone, nobody is coming to do it for us. We are not bringing anybody from any other branch. We are here. We are coming to do it. We now we go do it. You see, I remember uh, uh, this yeah, last night, there were some videos that were posted on our pastor's page. You know, this is 2012 into 2013. We're doing crossover service. We're making, I was making declarations. If you look at the, the video, you'll be... You'll lie down for God that, hey, God has done something. Yeah. The church moved from that place, that one place, to come here for you to be seated inside. Because of the decision by those who were there to be part of what is going on. Pastor, let's do something. We want, to, we want to be part of what's going on. They were all members. Most of them were members. Most of them were members. Just a few leaders... But all of us decided that I'm going to change. I'm going to be changed to become something in the house of God. Yeah. She was just a, she's the one, she, she, she's the one who came to start our church in Accra. She's the one. You see the way she's sitting there quietly like she's, she's not any whatever. She made that decision when she came to Accra that I'll start a household. Was it with Mariano Baby or something? Who was it? Mariano Baby. Oh. Mariano. The two, two ladies. That will decide, we'll just do something. This was 2013, no? Yeah, 2013. We'll do something. We'll, we'll gather people. 
Yeah, we will attempt. Just let's gather people for the Lord. Today we have six branches in Accra. Wow. We are building this huge edifice. Wow. What a shock. Yeah. We are doing things because some people decided that when as we are coming to Accra, we know we will not sleep. We will destabilize our peace and be part of something. From Spintex to Achimota. We started the household at Achimota Forest. Girls Guide. Yeah. We even did a wedding there. Yeah, we blessed a wedding there. I tell you, in the forest, we are blessing weddings, I tell you. <laughs> if there is no decision to become something, eh, nothing can happen. True. You see, we decided to build here. Decided. And we, there's a building here. If you don't build it, you can't have it. If you don't decide to have it, you can't, you can't, you can't build it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, she decided. Then Pastor Ellie and Pastor Mark also come in 2004. So it means that you are senior to them by one year, right? Yeah, so they came earlier. Then 2004, we said we want to start that. We want to make it a church. The household is going to become a church. So let's make it a church. Pastor Ellie and Pastor Mark were coming to Accra with others. I said that, you people, as you are going, ha, ha, ha. You are starting the church. We didn't have money. We didn't have anything. We didn't have... There was nothing. One meeting in an office. One meeting in an office. Yeah. Go. That was it. Go. <laughs> and get it done. Today we are where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Decision. So if you decide that I want to become something, you will become something. I tell you. So this thing, we are feeling this thing. We want to build. The plan is that, you see, some people are coming here. They are very happy about what they are doing. But me, I've moved on. I moved on from this building in June. When the pillars were coming up and we were doing the slab, I came to stand on the slab. And I was just looking at it, praying. When I went home, I was praying. God told me, move on. You've not done anything. Wow. God said, this is not it. Move on. Yeah, so I moved on. Shop. So it is not that people are coming to enjoy it. Me, I moved on a long time ago. So there's nothing anybody will say. Like, oh, you, Pastor T, you've done something. I no do anything. We've not done anything. Yeah, we are now coming to start. We want to replicate this building in several places. We want to build 50 of this in the next 10 years. Is that possible? Yeah. We want to build, we want to build 100,000 uh, 100, seat capacity church. That is with respect to buildings, but in different places. So you have 1,000 here, 2,500 here, 1,000, 2,000. If we put all of them together, it's 100,000. In 2031, when we are celebrating our 20th anniversary, we say, oh, God has been good to us. We are celebrating the Lord. We want to see 50 or more buildings in different places, in America, in UK, in Canada, in Ghana. We have churches in those places. We want to buy, they are watching us. We want to buy buildings for them. Yeah. Our church, for instance, our, our church in UK has to close down from today because uh, the UK government has decided that no more public meetings beyond six human beings. Beyond six. Because yeah, their cases are climbing up again. So our church has to go on hold. And we are paying rent. Our, our, the, our landlord is a Muslim. <laughs> so he doesn't really, he doesn't understand. So during the COVID, whatever, that everybody was, no church was happening. We have to pay. Yeah, we have to pay so much. Every month we pay. Every month we pay. 
And they want us to pay for this one too. So we are like, Charlie, let the church go into the sky. The church is not a building. Let it go into the sky. When things settle, we'll get another place. But we want to buy a place. We can buy a whole church building for 100,000 pounds. Wow. Which is like 700 and something thousand Ghana cities. Yeah, we can buy a whole church building in Liverpool for about 100,000 pounds or a little bit lower. We can do anything. We bought this land for whatever. We can buy that one. Can we buy it? Uh-huh. So we need everybody to become well. Take your place, brother. Tell your, your neighbor that. Take your place. What can you do? Ask your neighbor, what can you do? What can you do? Do something. Take your place. You like my message? We must rise up to the question. And become mighty men and women who are helpers of this war. Hmm? It's a war because there's an adversary. There's a devil who does not want people to be saved. There's a devil who does not want people to come to the full knowledge of the Lord. So people will get saved. But then part that will become correct in the Lord. Forget it. So they are saved. But then they are not into preaching. They are not into prayer. They are not into anything. Forget it. They are born again. Born again children of God in churches. But part that they will grow to become something. Have a group of 15 people that they are pastoring. This is the plan of God. Though. Everybody must have a group of people that you are raising for the Lord. Because on that day, when you meet him, you ask him, who and who did you raise for the Lord? There are some questions, no, it's there. There are some questions, they are there. He will ask you, who and who are you raising for the Lord? What did you do for me? And then you say, oh, uh, Lord, I was with, I was with, uh, Absa, Absa. God, do you know Absa? I was with Absa, I was counting money, I was making sure everything was okay and everything. He would say, oh, but okay, that was, that was okay. That was, you used that to eat and all of those things. But I mean, what did you do for me? For my kingdom, you helped Absa to go for it. But how about my kingdom? You are building Absa with your life. You spent 40 years at Absa. Going every morning, you spent hours and hours on end with Absa. You wanted to climb up the career ladder, so you were doing extra. You are going up and down, doing things and doing that. You are building your own business. You did something very powerful with your business. But uh, what did you do for me? Uh, Lord. Ah, but that one too is a building. But we have everything. Is a, we are, I was building something and you were also building. We are all building. Oh? A lot they say, Come close, come close to me. Come close to me. Draw nigh unto me. Hey! You stop like this. You enter hell. And then you come back. They will say, Michael, bind him hand and foot. Let him enjoy after that. I tell you, there are some things that are important on earth, but they are not as important to God. It's, I'm not saying stop working. No. Nobody is stopping working. Listen, I started a church as a worker. I was working in a bank when I started the church. They realized that a bank, eh, Charlie, they will kill me. So I left to go and teach. As I was teaching, I was doing my master's. Then I got married. Then my, my wife was a doctor. Could afford to go full time so that I can chop her money. I said, Charlie, I'm going full time. She said, I'm supporting you full vim. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sitting right there. I mean, the love of my life. Yeah. She supported me. She would not come and ask me money for food. She said, ah, 
we are cooking, let's cook, let's do this, let's do that. Helping me so that things can go forward. Yeah. Now I can do some things. Yeah. One day we went to preach somewhere, me and her. And we were sitting in a panel, we were doing a discussion. And he said, I realized that everything around us was bought by my husband. Or came through my husband. I didn't even know. When she said, I was like, oh, it's true. It's like me to have, have, have done something. Wow. I didn't know. One day I realized that, oh, it's true. I've not, I never thought about it. Wow. If you do some things for the Lord, God will honor you, I tell you. You see. So take your place. Take your place. Take your place. Ask your neighbor, what can you do? What can you do? And it's not, it's not just physical things. It's spiritual things. It's so many, there are so many things that must come together to make a ministry work. Yeah. To make a church work. There are physical things that are required. There are spiritual things that are required. There are semi-spiritual physical things that are required for things to work. For instance, we are building this building. Pastelli, that's not, he's not a contractor. He did mechanical engineering school. But he has tried... He tried that. I want to be. I want. I can. We can do it. I said, let's do it. Now he's a contractor. Yeah, he's a contractor. They had never built anything like this before. Where we are sitting. I mean, that thing should collapse on us because. Yeah, but they built it. They said we we can do it. Pastor, we can do it. I said, I believe in you. It was their first building in their company. Now they are building other things in other places. Yeah, we said. I said you can do it. Let's do it. They are sitting on tiles. With good singing, I tell you, yeah. Her name is here. She had not. She had not done. Have you had you built a building before? This is her first building. Yeah. Yeah. And I trusted them with this one. Yeah. Yeah. They are finishing up. Sharp. So if you if you rise up, eh, God will give you an opportunity. If you rise up, God will give you something to do. If you decide that I want to become something, God will give you something to do. Yeah. First Chronicles chapter twelve. Let's read from verse one. Now these are they that came to Ziklag. While he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. It was a war. And these people came to come and help. To make things work. David was even hiding because of Saul. He couldn't come out. Saul wanted to kill him. Yeah. So he had to run away. And he was hiding. And they came to come and... You see, these are the people who came to start the church. You... You wouldn't have, I tell you, some of you would have not stayed in the church if you were there when it was starting. MFI, you know yourself. I tell you. Indra, you know yourself. Some of you are too nice to be in a church where there's no concrete. Classroom. As we are preaching, we have to close the windows because it was class two, eh? Class two classroom. That was where we were. In class three, there was another church. Yeah. And in class one, there was another church. And in class four and five and six, the whole place was a church. And they had bigger speakers. Yeah. <laughs> and we are in class two in the middle, trying to talk about the Lord. We are trying to talk about the Lord. Trying to even hear. That's what I'm trying. We are trying to talk about the Lord. Then you hear the, the sound. Hey, send the bomb, bomb, fire. Whilst we are trying to preach, oh, the Lord loves you. The Lord is going to. Then we When you come to that church, you will not come back. Next week, when I call you, and you, when you see my call like this, you will put it down. You will not mind me. But some people came at that time to make things work because it didn't look as though it would become anything. There was nothing that showed that. What? Love what? 
Love economics? What is that? Christ world? What? What do you mean? It's your business. What's going on? You would never have identified with us. Never. Not in your right senses. All those who came, God tricked something in their mind. That was why they were able to stay. I tell you, God had to tweak something in their minds for them to be able to stay. It was not impressive at all. There was nothing about us. Nobody knew us. Nothing. Is it now that you are seeing something that you will not be part of the thing? Is it now that we have climbed down, we have come to this level? That you say that uh, all kind of churches, this one even. You see, cars are packed. Those times, the only car in in the church was my wife's car. Yeah. I tell you, and when we got married, I seized the car, I said it's mine. I'm driving it. Yeah. There was no car in the church. Oh. No, not even a bicycle. We were all get into a church. Before she joined, before my wife came to the I got married when she came to the church. There was no car. There was no car. Mr. Mwatu will bring his uh, come for some time and then he will vanish for a very long time. He come and then he will vanish for a lot because of his work. He wasn't around much. Do you see? No car. Trotro, I mean, walkings and, and arm robberies, walkings with, with people arresting them and then taking things from them. I tell you, gunpoint, they robbed them at gunpoint after church. They were going home singing hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Then the teacher met them. They also said, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bring, bring your phones, bring your phones. They took everybody's phone and they made them lie on the floor. But on Sunday morning, they came to church. Hallelujah. 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 You may not have joined at that time. You couldn't have been a helper of the world at that time. Uh-huh. You couldn't have been. But now you are here. But tell me, but now you are here. Look, I'm preaching to the small church. Look at the cars I have parked outside. Who are those driving those cars? Now that you can see car building, things are happening. Is it now that you're going to decide that? Uh, I don't think that uh, this is my church. I think that uh, I'm, I'm a passerby. I'm just passing by. I was planted here because this is a crazy soil. And I'm done. Now I'm going to a lonely soil. I realize I need a lonely soil. Hey, brother. Hey, sister. Even if today is your first time coming, Charlie, Charlie, something is happening. Oh. Because very soon, you will not be. There are people who left the church who can't identify with us now. Like, they want to come, but it's difficult. It's very difficult. It's like, oh, I knew them all. Hmm. One day I was sitting in a certain church. I even have their, I even have pastor's number. One day I was sitting in a certain church. Eh? Uh, this light, uh, lighthouse, uh, we're at Anakazo. Big place. You remember? There was a lady sitting by me. Bishop, that was preaching powerfully. Then she said to me, You know, I was in the church when it started. <laughs> I said, hey. He said, yes, I was in the church when it started. But, you know, I was not so, I'll go and come, and then it's like, I'm not there. When they say we should become shepherd, we are not minding. Going and coming. I went to Takrade, went to stay there for some time. And before I realized, the church had become a church. <laughs> and she was sitting, like they are ministering to us. She's trying, she's trying to find a foot in the Lord. After about almost 30 years. Yeah, she was sitting by me. Yes, over there. At that time, Lighthouse is now over 30 now. By that time, it was not. It was about 28 there about. Yeah, she was telling me. I was with them and then she said, oh. And she said, hmm, it's well. 
the Lord, the Lord can do something. I said, the Lord will do something with your life. So, me, I, I honestly don't know what else you want to see to be able to uh, identify yourself proper, proper, that this is my church and I'm part of it. I am dying for it. I'm doing what I can do to make the thing go forward. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Do you want me to build a, a hanging garden before you realize that it's like there's anointing in the church. Something is working. I don't know what you want. Whatever you want, we'll do it. Look at the next verse. So people came fresh. Next verse. It says they were armed with bows. They came armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left inhaling stones and shooting arrows out of the bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. These people were Saul's own people. They left Saul's camp and came. Wow. Yeah. Look at the next verse. The chief was Ahazah, then Joash, the son of Shimei, the Gibeathite, and Jezeel, and Pelet, the sons of Asmaveth, and Barakah, and Jehu, the Antotites, and Ismael, the Gibeonite, the mighty man among the thirty, and over the thirty, and Jeremiah, and Jehaziel, and Johanan, and Jezebeth, and Gedarab. You see, they are mentioning names. Do you think the Bible will make a mistake of mentioning names? He's mentioning everybody's name. Strange names, because everybody was important. Everybody came with something to contribute to making David king over Israel in accordance with the word of God. Every one of us here has something to offer. Has something to offer. Everybody. This young man standing here, he's not been long in the church. This one standing here, he's not been long in the church. Nobody has told them to stand. They are standing. They, have, they decided to be ushers to become something. Just be part of what's going on. And I'll promote them. When I'll promote them, I'll, I'll promote. Ah, sharp Me, eh, if you go to, hold on. If you go to tech dancing, eh, you will hear something there. Promotion, promotion. Original memory card, card reader, pen drive, promotion, promotion. Original, I, I'm into promotion, promotion. Original memory card, card reader, pen drive, promotion. Original, we'll promote, I'll promote you. I'll make you something, you'll be surprised. Yeah, I'll call if you if you present it, I'll call you. Come, you can do it. Come and do it. Come and do it. You see, I'm not a pastor here. He's a pastor here. Do you see? Yeah. I called him out. You can do it. You can become something. He's is he not a good pastor? Yeah. Oh, call it. I mean, he didn't think he could pastor. Now he's pastoring. Yeah. Orientation, trainings, many trainings. Do this, do that, do this. Make mistake. Make be happy. Make that mistake. Let's go forward. Let's go. He's become something. If I send him somewhere to go and preach somewhere, he has something to say. Yeah. yeah. You can say he's a, when and when I when when we're meeting people, I saw this person is a council member of our church. He's a pastor of this, and I enjoy those things. When I can say that, oh, Pastor is the branch, he's the branch pastor of Asafo Church. He has almost three hundred people in his church. Yeah, I can't wait to say he has five thousand people in his church. That is my aim. That is my aim to say that Pastor Eli has ten thousand people in his church. Yeah, he's, past, he's pastoring 10,000 people with so many branches that he's taking care of. Some in, in Azerbaijan, some in, in France, some in this one. That is the aim. Not to water him down and make him nothing. Make him nothing in the Lord. No, that is not the plan. God will punish me if I do that. My plan is to make you something. If only you present yourself. If you present yourself, me, I'll promote you. I'll put things around your neck. And I'll tell everybody, this person is like this. It's this one. He has become this. Yeah. I'll be introducing an administrator for the church very soon. He just came, he just came to the church as a normal person. 
that he, he liked, he decided to become something. Yeah. I realized he, he knows this, he knows this, knows this. I said, come, you can be administrator, come and be administrator. Yeah. I'm going to introduce, he will join us here. And he'll be a big person in the church. Yeah. Or buy and chair. But he will be a big person. Oh, you don't, it doesn't have to be MBA type of thing. Oh. Yeah. You know MBA, me buy a chair. No, 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 no. no. We don't function by MBA things. Me buy a chair. No, no, no. Who buy a chain today? You came a long time ago and so what? If you came a long time ago and you are not doing anything, you are just there. You are pocketed. And you know, you know, I think that they should do this one. I don't know why the pastor No, we don't know. We also watch you. Watch you like that. Okay, how are you? How are you? Mr. Know It All. Be blessed. Who dirty ourselves. Yeah. Pick people. Yes, I was with somebody. The person was talking. As the person was talking, I realized that, hey, you can be our human resource manager. Yeah, God has given me eyes to be able to observe. So, you, you can be a human resource man. You can work with, you can become a human resource person. Yeah, because people are going to be employed in a church. And I, I mean, I don't have time to manage them. You can manage them. You can do some things. So, put things together and come. I told her, I'll bring you and show you that this is this, this person is this. I'm the pastor of the church. I can say whatever. Ah. I can say you are in charge of all the money. There are all the money who come to you. Wow. So become who you can become. Become a mighty man. These people came with things. They came with things. They came. And he can hell stones with his left. And with his, what can you do? Ask me about what can you do? I mean, when I heard the, the video, the video that was done on this property for the Cicerone conference, and I heard they're talking. I was like, man, what? You can do that? And you're sitting down. What? You will do so many documentaries, I tell you. Yeah, I just had a vision of where I'll put you. I said, ah, I'll put this person here. I didn't tell you, but that's the truth. No, if you, if you decide to present your abilities, present your abilities, like, this is what I can do. I have, you see, the church is also an organization as much as it's a spiritual or whatever. There's an organizational part that needs to be run. Yes. You see, yeah, if you have a certain wisdom, certain wisdom that you have, present it. Pastor, I can do this and do this and do that. If it's not accepted immediately, don't worry. We are building. There are some things you may say today that we may not be able to do now. Yes. But with time, we'll be able to do it. Ask your neighbor, what can you do? Present it, present it. Yeah. Open up. Let us know who you are. Yeah. The bottom line is that is it, you see that someone is playing the drums, the person is not doing well. And he's playing the drums. It sounds like cockroaches are the ones playing it. And you know, when you're sitting out, this person is playing like a cockroach. Present yourself. Tell neighbor, present yourself. For instance, we are, we are building this thing. We want to have a good media something. Like, we want to make this place look like America. Yeah, make the place look very nice. Maybe you have some knowledge of how sound, how sound works. You know how the sound should work and everything. You understand? Yeah, you know how screen projection can be done with a certain type of catcher, something. You have come to the world to help. Not come to the world to spe- be a spectator. Present yourself. Present yourself. Were you into photography when you were in school? Did you do photography in school? That's not what you did. What did you do in school? Ah. You did metals. 
but he said, I can take pictures. Didn't you start taking pictures in the church before now? You are making money out of the pictures? Yeah. He said, I can take pictures. Man, go flow. Bring your camera. We have never bought a store camera in the church. Since the church started, it's been nine years. We have very nice pictures on social media. I did, I've not bought a camera. A still camera. Never. It is the people's cameras that they have bought themselves. Sunday morning, they are here. Correct. Just taking pictures. Last Sunday, I was preaching. I was preaching last Sunday. I realized that the camera guy, he has taken about one million pictures. Ah, he will come here. So I called him and said, My friend, sit down. Sit down and listen to the Bible. Ah, why? Ask your neighbor, what can you do? What can you do? Listen, there are, even, there are even cooks in there. There are cooks. There were cooks that came. Wow. In, there were cooks. Everybody who could do something decided that because of David and the word of God concerning David and the word of God concerning Israel, I'll bring my resources to the... To the go, go to the last verse. Go to the last verse. The same book. Same chapter. Last verse. There's so much. I have so much. I want to read everything to you. It's about 30 verses, but I'll read it. I don't mind. Yeah. And pass more, more. 40 verses even. It says, Moreover, they that were nigh them, even unto Issachar and Zebulon and Naphtali, brought bread on asses. They came with bread, and on camels, and on mules, and on oxen, and meat, and meal, and cakes of figs, and bunches of raisins, and wine, and oil, and oxen, and sheep abundantly. For those joining Israel, they came with food. They were the food people. Maybe you are into food. You can do something. You can run. You can run. You can. You know that you can run a very good food system here. So that when we are here on this place, we can have food eating without any problems. I'm not saying you go and stand there and you cook. Employ people to gather that. Organize. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that uh, when we finish the service, someone's been selling bread here. Is it Mekan? Or men, make, I mean, they, they, they've just done bread. Let's so that when we finish, some people can you don't have to go, you can eat bread and stay. It's all part of the helping of the thing to go on. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So don't just be there, don't just be there. Whatever you are learning in your professional, whatever, it is also good for God. Pray, let the Holy Ghost show you exactly what you can do to make the system a better one. Yeah. Go back to chapter 5. Let me read some, some of them to you. If it's names, I'm just showing you. Their names, everybody's name was mentioned. This one did this. This one did this. Eluziah and Jerumatah, blah, blah. Somebody. Next verse. Elkanah and Josiah and Azariah and Joazah and Joshabim and the Kohites, blah, blah. Next verse. And Jola, blah, blah. Next verse. And of the Gedites, he says, the Gedites there separated themselves unto David into the hold of the wilderness. Men of might, they separated themselves. They decided that, well, listen, we are leaving this place. We are coming to come and join this one. This is our focus. And men of war, fit for the battle. Are you a man of war fit for the battle? You have to, so if you, you have to start training yourself. We are trying to do air conditioning for this place, for the big one. Are you not the one designing anything? You know, be you a designer. Yeah. Sit up, let them see you. He's the one designing it. What he can do. Yeah, he is doing what he can do to make the thing work. Why should I go and pay a designer how much? About 40,000 40, or something to design air condition, how air condition will flow from one place to the other. What are you talking about? 
when there's a human being here who can do that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what can you do? What can you do? After we have put everything together, we are filling it. We are filling, what can you, how many books can you bring? We bring that place nine, so that when you bring somebody, you will not be shy. Yeah, there are some places where, his church, for instance, when he's taking the food there, he's shy, because his church is not nice. His church is also not nice. This is a pastor in Takra. They are pastor, one of our pastors in Tamale. The assistant pastor in Tamale. The, the, the place is not nice. But they are going through the first stage. This is the, fair, the very first stage. Uh-huh. It is difficult to push a canoe off the, off the, sea, the seashore into the sea. It's not a joke. You need a lot of people. But you will not get many people. It's difficult. But when you push it into the sea, you see people jumping into it. All those who didn't push, they'll come. Hey! 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 They'll jump into it. Men of war, fit for the battle, that could handle shield. They could, like they have built themselves to be able to handle shield. You don't need, don't, don't, don't wait. Charlie, do something. Hmm? Some of you have been around for some time, but if you notice, it's like you are there, but you are not there. We'll see you for some time, then you vanish. You are into vanishing. You vanish for some time, then you come back. When there's small pressure, then you run away. Then you realize that things have come, and then you come back. You will never become anything. Yeah, you will never become anything in the system. Yeah, you will never become anything in the system. You see, decide. Decide that, Charlie, this thing, I did more. I did do one. He says, those guys' faces were like the faces of lions. And they were as swift as a rose upon the mountains. Wild guys. They came to come and help for things to be done. They came to come and help for the place to be full, for them to win the war. Help us of the mighty men who came. You are a mighty man, that's why God is talking to you. You can do something. You can become something. Yeah. All of us are going to be leaders. Everybody here. You are a, I'm making you a leader. Everybody. Because we can't, we can't if we are expecting 5,000 people, we need leaders. And we, we make those we have leaders. Even these children, these children. You see, if you add five years to some of these people's lives then, I remember there was a small girl in our church. When she came to church, she was just eight. Now she's a nurse. She's a nurse. I tell you, I don't know how it happened, but before I realized she was a nurse. She'll come and tell me, I'm going to school. I said, okay, be blessed. If I have something, I'll give it to her. Then she'll go. Then she'll come back after some time. I said, I'm going to school again. Before I realized, she had become a nurse. Now she's a community nurse or whatever. Pastor Alex will, will tell you. She's a full nurse. She's working as a nurse. Yeah, she was just a small girl. Small girl. So don't despise the children too. Yeah, you see the small boy sitting over there. How old are you now? 14. Plus five. How old is he? He's 19. He's a big man, I tell you. It's university and he's the one who's like, yeah, what's up, what's up? So if you despise them, you are despising your gold. You are despising your future. Yeah. Most of us were not married when we started the church. Most of us, don't have, we didn't have anything. Not even a phone. Phone crack. 1100 was a problem. Yeah. Did you remember Nokia 1100? Yeah, it was the first phone that came with another color screen. The screen was different. It was not green or blue. It was white. Wow! Everybody wanted to get it. Next verse. Is that the first next verse? So he's mentioned names. Mention names. Next verse. 
Next, mention it in the sixth, the seventh, mention it, eighth, Jeremiah the tenth, Mark by the eleventh. Then it says, These were the sons of God, captains of the host. One of the least was over an hundred. One of the least of them was over an hundred. One of the least of us should be over an hundred. You don't like one of just the, the smallest of us should be able to handle a hundred human beings in the church at once. Like when you call for a meeting, hey, I want to meet all my people. Yeah. A hundred people gather. Then you tell them, Charlie, we are doing this this week. This week, we are making sure we are reaching out to this place to save this number of souls. And you are the one in charge. Talking to them. Giving them directives. Everybody, we are all meeting at the mall, at Camel. And we are going to be evangelizing to people. Anybody who enters at Camel will not escape our, our whatever. Our net. We are catching everybody. We are talking to everybody who comes to at Camel. Why can't it be you? It can be you. Yeah, it can be you. We are doing this. We are doing that. We are doing this. We are doing that. You will organize your people, 100 people. Pastor, we are going for a camp. Do you think I'll tell you, don't, don't go for a camp? I'll tell you, go. I'll come to our camp there. And invite you. I'm a special minister. When I come, I come and wow them for you. I tell you, by the time they are coming back, everybody wants to do ministry. Yeah. Why can't it be you? He says, the least was over 100, and the greatest over 1,000. The greatest of over thousand. So many people. Thousands and thousands of people. David's camp became so full. There were at least 200,000 people there. Yeah, small. This guy will come with this one. This one will come with this one. This one. That was on this side of Jordan. The other side of Jordan, Jordan had 120,000 people there. Yeah. By the time they were making him king, he, they had more than 5 million people who were almighty men who were there with him. I tell you, you, could, you couldn't afford David and one. Because those guys are what? Nobody dies when they go for the battle. <laughs> Nobody dies. They are wild guys. They are not just following blindly. They know the Lord for themselves. They know how to pray for themselves before they go back for battle. Yeah. So nobody dies. They all go. They all come back. If you like, read uh, uh, First Samuel 23, uh, 29 and 30. When David went to fight with, uh, he, went to, he went with Akish, king, one of the kings of Philistine, to go and fight against Israel. And they said that this guy, he's an Israelite. If he comes, you take our heads and give it to his Lord. So they sent him back. When they sent him back to his place, Ziklag, when he got to Ziklag, they are taking his wives and his children. Everybody was gone. They had bent their city down. He decided to follow up. When they went, 200 could not go to a point, so they rested. Then the 400 went. They killed, there were about 100,000 people they were fighting against, 400 people. Fighting against 100,000 people. They killed every one of them. Only 400 of those people escaped. Do you see? They killed every one of them. Only 400 escaped. And they got everybody back. Not even one person died. What guys? I tell you. What guys? Yeah. He and 400 men. For 200 about behind. Which were, nobody died. They all went. They all came back. You can check it. They all went. They all came back. Do you see? So be, Charlie, be strong. That includes you becoming very spiritual. Deciding to be very spiritual. I'll talk about it the next time I come. Okay, becoming very spiritual. Hmm? These are they that went over Jordan in the first month when he had overflown his, all his banks. Next verse. And they came of the children of Benjamin and Judah to the hold on to David. Next verse. And David went out to meet them and answered and said unto them, If ye become peaceably unto me to help me, mine hand shall be knit to get unto you. But if ye be become to betray me to my enemies, seeing there is no wrong in mine hands, the God of our fathers, look up thereon and you break it. Verse 18. Then the Spirit came upon Amasai, who was chief of the captains, and he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side, thou son of Jesse, 
Peace, peace be unto thee, and peace be to thine helpers, for thy God helpeth thee. Then David received them and made them captains of the band. That is why I'm going to make you a captain of the band. If you come peaceably, I'll make you a captain of the band. Yeah, he said, he said we are yours. We are here to fight on your cause. Yeah. Let's fight on the behalf of God. What do you think? I think the message is clear, isn't it? Next verse. And as he went to Ziklag, the fell to him of Manasseh, Adna, and Jezabad, and Jezebel also came. Captains of the thousands that were of Manasseh, they came to come and join him. And they helped David against the band of the rovers. That was when, the, what was written in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Initially, it was seen as only the 400. But these people came to help him in that particular war. To get, and so it says, and they helped David against the band of the rivers, for they were all mighty men of valor and were captains of the host. So they came to come and join David to fight that battle of that hundred thousand. That was the one I was talking about. So when David was forming his army, they also came to come and join. That we are part of you. Wow. Next verse. For all that time, day by day, they came to David to help him until it was a great host, like the host of God. So many people came. So many people came. Next verse. And these are the numbers of the bands that were ready, armed to the war, and came to David to Hebron to turn the kingdom of Saul to him, according to the word of the Lord. He had come to fulfill the word of God. Not because of a human being, but he had come to fulfill the word of God. Don't come because of me. Come because you love God. You want what God is doing to work. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. The children of Judah that bear shield and spare were 6,800. You can do the calculation for yourself. Ready armed to the war. They were ready. They had come with things to fight. Next verse. Of the children of Simeon, mighty men of valor for the war, 7,100. Of the children of Levi, 4,600. These are priests. They came. And Jehoiada was the leader of the Aaronites. And with him were 3,700. And Zadok, a young man, mighty of valor, and of his father's house, 20 and two captains. And of the children of Benjamin, the king of Saul, 3,000. For hitherto the, the greatest part of them had kept the word of the house of Saul. Next verse. And of the children of Ephraim, 20,800. 20, Mighty men of valor, famous throughout the house of their fathers. Next verse. And of the half tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, which were expressed by, by name to come and make David king, according to the word of the Lord. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do. So it wasn't just David who knew what Israel ought to do. These people were specialists in knowing what Israel ought to do per time. They they came. Bringing their skill set. We can do this and we can do that. This is what we let's Let's know what we need to do. The heads of them were 200. And all their brethren were at their commandment. Can you imagine? Amazing. Of Zebulon, such as went forth to battle. Expecting war. With all instruments of war, 50,000, which could keep rank. They could keep rank. They were not of double hearts. When they say they are doing this, they are doing it. Not of double hearts. I am here. Uh, maybe if things are not going well, I'll go here. No. They are there. They are there with David. And of Naphtali, a thousand captains. And with them, with shield and spear, 30 and 7,000. And of the Danites, expected war, 20 and 8,000 and 600. Have you seen the numbers? Plenty of people. And of Asher, such as went forth to battle, expert in war, 40,000. At least we've seen experts in war on two different occasions, 50,000 and 40,000. That's only experts in war. Like they are not the ones who fight. They are experts. They are the counselors who can tell you, let's, let's do this, use this method, and use this method. 90,000, I tell you. Wild guys. 
And on the other side of Jordan, of the Rubenites and the Gadites and of the half tribe of Manasseh, with all manner of instruments and of war for the battle, and 120,000. They were on the other side. All these men of war, that could keep rank. They could all keep rank. They could all stay where God wanted them to be. And they didn't, they weren't bashing their heads together. They could keep rank. They were disciplined soldiers. Came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest of Israel were of one heart to make David king. Wow. They were all of one heart. Perfect heart. The king to make David king according to the word of the Lord. So brothers and sisters, I'm inviting you. If you're a leader, you are inside the thing already. Sally, become well. Strengthen yourself with David in his kingdom. Don't just be there. Make yourself usable. Make yourself choosable. Decide to grow out of your childishness. Because someone is trotting to take your place. I tell you, you'll be surprised. Yeah. yeah ministry is not by position. Ministry is about function. You can have the title pastor, but then you have been left a long time ago. Long time ago. Because you are useless. You are not doing anything. A member is more fit than you. So he will just be promoted. Crap. Crap. There's one in First Samuel. There's, there's one in First, the one in First Samuel 23. It's a place where it says that some people came. If you notice, this one, even this one, those who came um, from Benjamin, the tribe of Benjamin and Judah, when David met them and said, are you for me? If you're not for me, I don't want any betrayal. Go away if you're not for me. They said, we are for you. When they came, there were other people there, but when they came, David made them captains over the band. So there's someone who can enter the church today, after three months, will be captured over something. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it's, it's the doing of the Lord. Don't say, ah, but this one, like, yes, I can't pass see that we are here. You to do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and let the Lord choose you to become what he wants you to become. So, brothers and sisters, don't just be there. Don't just be standing and sitting in the system. Oh, yeah, we are just there. We are just there. No. This building is going to be filled. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked that in the next two, three years, would have filled it for the for the first set and we'll be gearing up to fill it for the second set my job here is for just for some time i'll be here for about eight to ten years after eight to ten years i'll not be on this ground anymore i'll be in another place either in nigeria or somewhere in ghana yeah so we are all on a mission i'm, I'm on a mission i'm not just moving around and I need your help to make things work. Give me your heart. Give me your mind. And let's work together. Give me your hands and your legs. And let's work together. What do you think? Rise up on your feet and thank God for what I shared with you. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.